Before we dive into our rad new ep, we want to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we record, the Wurundjeri people. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and to the ongoing living culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. What's up and welcome to the Girls Gonna Work podcast. I'm Hayley, a recovering awkward person and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Join me and some of the best babes in the biz as we spill the tea on the rad, the bad and the mad reality of running a business. So pop this potty in your ear for your hot girl walk or while you work and enjoy today's episode. Hi bestie! I'm so excited to have you here for the most latest episode of Girls Gonna Work. Let's go. <laughs> I am beyond excited for this episode. As we mentioned during it, these conversations just come to me at the most exact time. So I, I hope you take a lot away from it. So I'm speaking to the lovely Nicole from the Artisan Business Solution. Again, if you are at our event earlier in the year, she was one of our amazing speakers and everyone resonated with what she had to say. So I wanted to have her on the party this later in the year. Well, right now. <laughs> but what's been happening? Two weeks have gone by from the last episode. It's October. Holy moly. How did we get here? It's been a year. I mean, it's only October, but it's this year has gone so fast. It's been so big. We're coming into the last stretch of the year and I'm excited. I'm excited for what's happening. I'm actually going to a kind of like yoga wellness retreat next weekend, I think. Not this Friday, next Friday with the amazing Emily from One for the Honey. She was on earlier in the year. So yeah, she's running a yoga retreat. I don't know if there's any tickets left, but definitely go have a look. And I could not be more excited to just do something for me. I've been doing so much for so many people and my business is all about giving and doing for others that it's time to look after myself. So I'm enjoying the weekend away. I'm not taking my laptop, just engaging in some some yoga, some goodness, some wellness, some reflecting. Looking forward to it. So I'll tell you all about it when I'm back. But enough about that. Let's talk about Nicole. Nicole is a COO, business operations specialist, and a system designer, like I said, for the Artisan Business Solution. She helps businesses discover the space between what they're doing and where they want to go in their day-to-day operations. We chat about so much amazing stuff about how to holistically look at your processes, how to keep on track of all the things from the start of your business till whatever level you're at. These are things you can start if you haven't started a business or about to start a business or three years in like me. I took a lot away from this. So yeah, I'm so excited to have her here and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the latest episode of Girls Go Work. I'm so excited to have Nicole Smith from the Artisan Solution here. Hello, Nicole. Hello. Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm so excited to have you. So I think we're just going to jump straight in. We're just yeah. going to do it. We know that you are super organized and we love that as business owners, but can you share a bit of your journey from becoming like a founder, a digital COO and like how you help your clients? Like what got you from being an employee, I guess, to a business owner? Tell us all the things. Yeah. 
fabulous story dancing down the yellow brick road, hey? (laughs) It's an interesting one. So I was working as a chief of staff in uh, SME, small small business, and I realized that what I had been doing in that role and also my previous role was really helping those businesses to take that transition from a small organization or like a micro organization into an actual small business, right? So someone that has a team of a team for starters, but also was really successfully known in their industries. So this was financial services and transport logistics. So both of those industries have lots of moving parts, lots of regulations, lots of things that are really important to have efficient and easy. And they're both really busy, busy, Mm -hmm. busy. And so it got to a period of time where I realized that I had done all I could do at that point in those businesses. And I was having a conversation with um, the owner at the time. And I said, hey, I think it's time. I think it's time for me to branch out and go and do my own thing. And he actually said, he's like, I'm really excited to hear this. I would have been disappointed if you had not have had that conversation with me. Wow, yeah. So that was the start. That was sort of, say, the end of 2019. I flew off then to the UK for a month. We had Christmas and New Year and then the start of January, the Artisans Business Solutions came to life and uh, I was really excited. Now, this is January 2020, right? So perfect time, pre-knowing anything was about (laughs) to happen, really excited and energised. And look, I still am excited and energised about um, about the business, but you're just going off into a world of the yeah. unknown, let's mm-hmm. say. And so moving through from that, that initial point uh, to now has been a bit of a journey. We've gone yeah. up and down and around and connecting in with beautiful communities and learning different things. And But one thing that I have realised of recent times is that that initial reason of why I started my business yeah. is still the same. Yes. It's about coming in to support business owners and business leaders to really shape a business that aligns with where they're wanting to move it forward through in the future yeah. and actually create it in a sustainable way. Now, I'm not talking just environmental sustainability, which mm-hmm. that is important, but that really isn't my meme. I'm talking about human sustainability. So for your yeah. business to operate beautifully, efficiently, productively, being able to have those foundations in place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, a little bit of a nugget of my journey. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. It's been great. Loving every moment, really, and it's getting clearer and clearer and clearer. I think the the more you're in your own business Mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of noise out there of you should look at this and we have to do this. um, Oh, my God, yes. You've got a niche. You've got a niche down. (laughs) Let's go and niche. Who is this niche? I want to know. And to be (laughs) fair, I did follow a lot of that advice Mm -hmm. for the longest time. And I realized that I actually just want a business. I just want a business. Yeah. And uh, and that feels right for me. So yeah, yeah, I'm obsessed with everything you just said, but just to kind of piggyback on the last bit there, it is almost like crippling how much information is out there to start a business. And you're so right. Like the niche stuff, the like making sure you've got this part sorted, this part sorted can be so hard to, to ignore. Mm. And it does stop people from just starting because it's like decision paralysis. You're like, how do I know all these things before I even can start? But I love that you said that you just kind of started and it's evolving 
probably daily, yearly, monthly, every time you check in with your goals and where you're at. Like, I think that's a really powerful reminder for anyone who's listening that even if you just started, even if you're three years in, like the both of us, like we're still figuring it out. We don't know. hundred percent. I think you learn so much along the journey as well. Like oh, I wouldn't, definitely. I wouldn't change the last three years. No. You know, I've learned so much about not what, now, what not to do yeah. <laughs> uh, with marketing and social media and, yeah. you know, leaning into these things that, you know, posting five days a week and oh. not that we're just talking about social media, but hashtags. yeah, or <laughs> you must have all these systems and la, la, la. No, just like really, if you connect back in with you mm-hmm. and what your actual, what are you doing here? Yeah. Who are your clients? How can you serve them better? Yeah. All of these things that you are looking at, our strategies, our system design, our, you know, the marketing, all of that flows off that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really interesting when you actually learn where the focus should be or could be. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to do it all at once. <laughs> no, no. Otherwise, yeah, no, definitely not. No, not sustainable. So on that kind of overwhelmingness of business ownership, how do you guide like entrepreneurs and business owners who come to you in taming that overwhelm and making their business management a breeze with the right systems? So I think a great place to start is actually let's talk about the definition of what a system is. Yeah. Because you can look at it two ways. Mm -hmm. You can look at it as your tech systems, which is what a lot of people do automatically go to. Right. So I've yep. got Office 365 or I've got Canva or I've got ClickUp, as we know, we love that, whatever it might be, websites, we've got our tech, right? This is absolutely, that's one system, right? Yeah. That actually comes secondary to mm-hmm. our business systems, our mm-hmm. operational systems. Yeah, okay. So we're looking at general operations. How are we doing all the things, right? Or we look at HR, IT service delivery, marketing, sales, finance, all of these are systems within our business structures, right? And so what we do here is we come in and support you to look at the holistic systems, right? Mm -hmm. So let's talk about working with your clients. There's unique ways of working that you do in your business to service your clients, to deliver those works. Yeah. Now, as part of that, there is the process, what we're doing, where we're doing it, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, when we're doing it, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Part of that, the people, what team members, if we have team members or future state team members, who's going to be in part of that process. And then the where is like, well, then we're looking at what tech do we need? Where yeah. are we actually doing the work? What assets do we need? What templates, you know, what automations, what things that actually bring the process to life in an efficient and easy way. So our team, when we're connecting the team and the tech together, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a really seamless process and it's going to be easy. Easy is the word that we love, right? In business, when it's easy, it flows. Yeah. It's enjoyable. And we want to be doing the things when it's hard, we're like, oh, I'll leave that to tomorrow. Yeah. I won't do that today. I won't do that tomorrow. So that's really how we support our, our clients. And it is a, an interesting conversation because people come to us, think they're coming for this, right? Might be a build of a thing, right? Yeah. Before we even put on our construction hats and start to press buttons and do some things, yeah. there's a whole process of discovery and design, which is a real priority point. Because if we don't understand ourselves as business leaders what we're doing 
why we're doing it. Yeah. And we go straight into building, which we can. I've done it before and you can end up in a bit of a mess sometimes. Yeah. That's learning. If you spend the investor time at the start designing it and, and discovering it, the build part, the creation and the connecting it into the team becomes a lot easier. And it's actually set for a longevity versus just yeah. that, oh, that works for today. Or, you know, you've probably experienced it with people. Oh, I've got a new mm-hmm. process. I'm just watching this up. Or oh, we've got a new status set and we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. And you're like, whoa, Nelly, like... <laughs> That's whew, that's a lot of brain power if we keep switching. How is yeah. how's your team going to work with you if you keep moving from pillar to post? Mm-hmm. So that's how we support our people is is that knowledge of let's look at your business holistically. Yeah, where are we now? Who is in your realm? So employees, contractors, permanent, full time, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. What's your ecosystem? Your tech ecosystem looking like right now? Are you loving it? Are you hating it? Is it going to support you for wherever you're going next? Yeah. And actually understanding where you're going next. You know, some of our clients are 100% solopreneurs. That's yeah. what they want to be. They don't want to grow a team. And that's fabulous. They're, that's in their realm where other businesses come in. They've already got a team of five. They want to grow it to 20 or plus. They know what they're doing. They've been in their businesses for years. So they really feel like it's working at a moment. It's just mm-hmm. clunky. Yeah. Like coming and helping them align that. Yeah. I think that's so important to remember is it's a holistic thing because I think when you're an overwhelmed business owner, which I have been many a times, you get kind of like tunnel vision and you're like, I just need to fix this one thing. And in your brain, you're like, it's going to fix everything. I'm going <laughs> to wake up tomorrow once this thing is implemented and I'm going to be happy and sunshine and it's going to be amazing, which sometimes it can be, but it is a holistic thing or approach that you have to take into consideration of like, well, why do we do it that way? Or why does it have to be done this way? Because it could be something that is like brought to your attention that like, well, yes, you need to fix this problem over in the B column. But like, if you look at A first, then we might not need to do B. It could create two other options, three other options or fix it in a different way. So I think that's really important to remember. Yeah. And look, sometimes there are those reactive times where we do just need to do the thing, right? Yeah. And that's really important. The journey is never going to be flat, right? Yeah. It's going to be tumble turns and cartwheels and, you know, pauses and jump throughs and run, run, run and oh, oh, slow down. That's that's entrepreneurial land, right? And we do move and flow. However, if you give yourself that space in your, your planning, so mm-hmm. your quarterly planning, your yearly planning, probably your yearly planning to think yeah. about, okay, in the next 12 months, where are we taking my business? Yeah. And what is important? What are those focus points? So for us over here, we're in growth mode, mm-hmm. right? We're elevating our brand position. So that's one thing, but we're also yeah. in growth mode, right? So for the last six months, it's really been about focusing inward into the business. Yeah. Okay. How do we operate as a team to deliver our projects? Yeah. Right. Because I'm stepping up into whatever that might be and I'm yeah. my team up to, right? So giving more responsibility, more autonomy, all those sorts of things. But for that to be successful, the systems have to be designed in a way that actually allows my team to be successful, right? Yeah. But also allowing me to still be the business leader and have an overview of where things are and make sure that we're really supporting all of us to mm-hmm. work beautifully together. So we wouldn't have known that if we hadn't have sat down at the start of the year and thought about where is this business going in the next 12 months? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, well, I needed this conversation at the start of the year, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever's listening, we're ready for next year, right? Or we're it's still in the middle right of the now. year. It's, oh gosh, it's actually, it's not. It's September. We're in the final, like, oh, where is this year gone? I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and you can restart any point of year is what I've learned. What I put on my goals and planner at the start of this year is not where I'm at um, this far into the year, but that's okay too. <laughs> that's it everything's iterating every conversation you learn something new and I know for me as soon as I know something it's there I was just talking uh, before uh, the fabulous Kathy Ross is supporting me with my words and the website and all of that and I said to her I can't but not use them now because they're there they're in my brain and yeah I just naturally just like blah because that's the new way, right? Yeah, I'm holding yeah, back yeah. so much from the need, the the urge to update the website straight away. We've got a yeah. project plan to do it beautifully, but <laughs> yeah, it's oh, that's the other thing. Sorry, I'm oh, excited. Tell, we love a tangent. Tell us <laughs> whatever just popped into your brain. <laughs> change takes time as yeah. well, right? Yes. And embedded change. So yeah. we can change things as entrepreneurs and small business leaders, we can change things at a click of a button. If you're yeah. sick of Asana and you want to move to ClickUp, you can do that overnight yeah. if you're fancy, right? However, if you want something to really be embedded in the ways, your operational ways of working, these things take planning, design, schedule of implementation, connection yeah. in with your team, making sure that that whole change management process is actually thought through mm-hmm. um, because those are those pieces of change that really are successful in organizations when they're you know really put in there mm. really have that fall through they rather than a oh that's a passing thing in the wind oh I yeah. want that I want that yeah, over yeah. there let's do it yeah anyway that's my tangent <laughs> we love we love a tangent I'm like here for it um it also just prompted something in my brain that like it's also something to think about, and I feel like most of our listeners are small to solopreneurs, but if you are implementing these changes or like processes, and of course, planning is so important and it works better when you're planning, because if you are to like overnight change something and you've got a team, it can be really daunting for your team mm-hmm. and really scary and really hard. And they might not understand. So like having them a part of that process where able is also really like really powerful. I notice the difference when I'm included in the decisions or I include my, my helpers and subcontractors in those decision-making, or I'm just really honest as to why I'm making those changes because it makes them feel like I wholeheartedly trust them, especially if it's for a personal reason or just any reason, like making them feel a part of that. And when I'm made to feel a part of that, I always perform a little different I think 100% I totally agree with that because yeah. I've been in both camps over yeah, the years <laughs> where you're just like oh like okay we're just, yeah yeah you're doing that I'm like oh okay well that doesn't really feel quite good because I don't really know why yeah I guess I'll do it doesn't actually f- and I can't but help myself be about <laughs> but if we just looked here yeah like there's <laughs> can you not see that this is the most efficient way of doing it if we just operate yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're doing it this way. It's already been yeah. just I'm like, oh, okay. That's why I moved from corporate world as yeah. well. Because my, I forgot to say that in the intro, uh, years in corporate land, yeah. like global companies, again, financial services, so very rigid in, in how yeah, they operate. Yeah. That's why I've moved to the small business world, right? Because you've got that agility to be mm-hmm. able to make those shifts and changes quicker, right? 
Yeah. It's actually decisions based on data, right? It's, yes. We've done that research. We've done that questioning. We've involved our team. Mm-hmm. And again, you're right. Not every team member is having a conversation with this, uh, with one of my new clients. We don't need to involve everyone in every part of it, right? Yeah. However, we can include them on the journey. Yeah. So when we start working with a business that has a team, one of the first things we like the team to do, or we like the business clients to do, is to say, hey, we're actually engaged, Nicole from the Artisans and her team, and this is the purpose and the reason why. And mm-hmm. you may see that she pops up in an email here or there or has a, a meeting with you or something like that, but at least they're already aware of the reasons why we're working yeah. together. Yeah. And so it's not a surprise when they start seeing, oh, who is this Nicole? Like, <laughs> Asking me all these questions. <laughs> yeah, what, what's she on there? Like, who's she to tell me what colour I have to wear to school today? Like, school work, whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? I like purple, but she's saying pink, like, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's we all love, we're humans at the end of the day. And connection yeah. and being part of that journey is really important. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely touching on, like, a theme I think I'm definitely feeling. So I think feel very privileged. I say this all the time, but I feel very privileged to get to talk to all the amazing um, women in business that I get to on the podcast. So. <laughs> It's so fun, isn't it? Like, yeah. I love it. That's why I love mine as well so much because we just, yeah. and I find it's probably the same. The conversations come at the exact right moment. You find that too? Yeah. Yep. I needed yeah, this best. conversation today. So. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. So we kind of talked about like more in a, like a team-based thing or like kind of maybe more further along in your business than startups are. For maybe like new business owners or someone who's just starting out in the entrepreneurial space, is there any like go-to things or ideas or tasks or things to keep organized from the get-go as a business owner, either as an individual thing like your tax or something from like a business procedure kind of way? Yeah, look, that's I think a really that... loaded question, but like just go in whatever direction feels right. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? Let's pick yeah. a thread and like pull it on yeah. out. I think one of the best things that you can do when you're first starting is set up a central location for your operations of your business. So yeah. um, now what I don't mean is one system. Yeah. What I do mean is one location that things are coming in and out of. Okay. So... I'm going to use ClickUp as an example because, you know, we love it. That's my operational, I call it an operational hub for your business, right? doesn't matter if it's just you or you and a contractor or you and a team of 30, right? If you have a central location that you know each and every day you come into, your tasks are there, you know how to get to X, Y, Z. If we're talking about client work, you've got a, a client hub, that has all the links that are needed, that everything's centralized and beautiful. And we know that this is where we time track. This is how we do whatever it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, all the stuff that's stuck up here, because there is a lot of it when my business, and I'm pointing to my mind if we're not watching the video, my brain, mm-hmm. if we get it out of here and into a place, then you can actually, again, make more educated decisions. Yeah. You can prioritize what is important for you and your business right now. When you first start, you may not have gone through the experience of creating a business strategy or a business sort of goals yet. That is something I do recommend trying uh, to get a handle on earlier on because it actually gives you the bit of a a focus point. Yeah. These things aren't set in stone like your systems. Mm. Nothing here is set in stone. But when you give yourself the opportunity to get things out of your brain, 
and put a bit of a plan in place, yeah, it actually creates so much more space and freedom for you. I know when I'm working with my uh, beautiful creative business owners, they're like, oh, I don't want too much structure, too much structure. I'm like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but imagine if we just have this container for you and so you and your team can communicate beautifully in there or just you, you've got that knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a meeting with client Dar and here's my meeting notes and from there, I translate in my ClickUp document directly into tasks, into their list and their folder. We've got yeah. due dates in there. We know that it's assigned to me. And then you're going to plan for next week and you can see what's actually ahead, when yeah. you have to deliver things. And so all of a sudden it's gone from, oh, I've got so much to do. I don't know what, where do I prioritize to? Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can just drag and drop. Oh, yes, I can yeah. see can see that and breaks we need to make sure breaks are in there (laughs) yeah that's another thing that we can't do miss (laughs) that would be if I'm honest would be my number one thing to bring in from an operational point of view finances or the legal stuff all that stuff is very important too so I'm not detracting from that (laughs) but from a daily operations if you can centralize that I will be a game changer for you yeah it really does make a difference (laughs) I use Asana which is my favorite one and I always tell people to like use the one that works the best for your brain because they all do something so much the same they all have a common thread they all do great things but they all operate a little differently. So figure out, or, you know, try a couple and use the one that works the most for your brain. Asana is my favorite because it's really colorful and I can block it easily, but it doesn't do everything I want it to do, but it's the one that works the most for my brain or the best for my brain. And I can use it daily easily. It's not a rigid system for my brain. So it's like easy for me to like flow on and use straight away. And I didn't even remember. I feel like I got that straight away as well. Yeah. Like as soon as I started my business, I was like, oh, I'll try this. And still using yeah. it today <laughs> and and that's the thing and sometimes you do get a lucky draw like that like I yeah. know when I was starting I looked at all the systems right yeah. I really did because coming from corporate land and yeah. even small business corporate right so yeah. big and solopreneur things like project management tools they were around yeah like booking calendars was another one right so in that land that's just not even a thing yeah. Like you, as especially if you're an executive assistant or you pick the phone up or you send an email to the other assistant and they look at their diary and I look at my diary or, or you've got access to the team's diary and you find something new, pop it in, right? Yeah. Whereas over this side of the world, there's all these things that are available. And I was like, this is amazing. This is fabulous. Yeah. Like fabulous. And I know I did the comparison for myself yeah. and because I'm very logic driven I'm my background was being that middle person between the mm-hmm. business and the IT developers so I'm like yeah. talking logics and design and things like that and so click up for me was the closest that I could see that I had really easy ability to build something and design something that was further than just a task list yeah um yeah. And so for me, it was like a no-brainer for me, right? But that's yeah. how my mind works, Yeah, you know? And so it's beautiful that you shared that because it's so important when you're selecting the systems for your business mm-hmm. is that you are guided by what you actually like. Yeah, because you get to choose. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? No one's telling us. No. We get to choose. <laughs> and if anyone, I did a post about this the other day, if anyone is telling you that you've got to use the thing or you must use this yeah. one, uh, I would just be like, oh, it's like when I was having having my first child, Sebastian, and everyone's like, oh, you've got to do this and you have to, you can't do that. I'm like, 
thank you so much. I'll, I'll really um, take that into consideration. And then I just did what I wanted anyway. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> like when your parents tell you what to do, but you know, like air quote, you know better when you're a child. You're like, I'll just listen, but do what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it can be um, a bit daunting when we're looking for these new oh. pieces of tech, if we're just talking tech here. Yeah tech systems because there is so much choice Mm -hmm. I find when you're looking to select something choose three deep dive into them really get in there press the buttons go for that test trial all of them offer tests right or you know free versions and really give it a a go Mm -hmm. and then once you've chosen one learn it inside out Get to know it. And if you're not an expert in the system, engage someone who is. Because I was having a conversation with Mia Fileman from Campaign Denmark. Oh, yeah. As business leaders, I find sometimes, especially in those early days, we want to just outsource everything. Yeah. But until you actually understand how to operate your own business, Mm -hmm. even, you know, as simple as your website, right? If you can't do something simple on your website, you don't have to do it, but you need to know how to do it just in case. Right. So it's really important to really connect in with how you're operating and where you're operating. So as you evolve, you don't have to rely on someone else outside to always make those changes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And you can change it. You can change it at any time on the bandwagon of being told what you need. I was like hearing a lot of people talking about how great Dubsado is and how (laughs) amazing this course this specific course was and I was like oh my god I'm getting on the bandwagon because I didn't learn or I didn't really look into it I just went off everyone's recommendations I like outsourced slightly and got someone else to do it for a little bit then they didn't quite get what I was saying because I didn't know what I was saying then I did a course on it and didn't finish the course because I had too much to do then I engaged a third person to help me finish it and I still didn't use it because it just didn't work for my brain yeah and now I'm like well, that was a waste, but it wasn't because I learned a valuable lesson, but it is, it's like, just because everyone's talking about it and it works really great for them might not work for you. So I think great advice. Try a couple. Don't pay heaps of money before you try them, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> Pass Haley, listen to this. Yes. I think that's really valuable. I also love everything's on YouTube. Like everything's on YouTube or TikTok. Like someone's done a review about the program you want to do, or they've done yeah. a comparison. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think as well, something, you know, we did speak about it earlier though, is the tech solution selection, that's a mouthful, is secondary to actually understanding how you're working. Yeah. Right. So I know at the start, you know, there are things that we need to get into place, right? Like email, important, document storage, important. Project management tool is important, but it's also not life-threatening, right? And when you start to learn, it's good to get something in place, right? Yeah everything's for an interim until it's, you know, really operating for you. When you're a bit more along, so say at that two, three year mark and you've yeah. worked with your clients a lot and you know where your business is going, you know if you've got a team or not, and you're really ready to solidify your structures, yeah. right? Before you go and look at the tech first, because it's really fun to look at new tech, especially yeah. with all the AI stuff that's coming out and whatever, insert words here, Right. Give yourself a time to go back to, I I think it's the fun things, but the yeah. boring things and like outline how you actually want that experience to be. So imagine yeah. your client experience from nurture leads all the way through to working with them. What does that actually feel and look and shape? Like how does that experience yeah. look for you? Yeah. And then you'll easily start to see, okay, well, I want that 
experience to be glamorous and beautiful and really easy. And so, okay, Dubsado is not the tool for me. Actually, Quilla, which is what we're now using for our proposals, is the tool because it's high-end. It's lovely. It's a really easy experience from both sides. I Mm -hmm. love it entering it. The clients love it. Press a button and they'll figure out. And so that was a really educated decision. I didn't just jump off the the bridge to buy Quilla. I'd been like wooing it for about six months before I'd made that actual decision to move forward. So it was an educated decision and I love it. But yeah. Mm, Well, I'm writing that program now. (laughs) (laughs) So to kind of change the pace slightly, we've talked a lot about like tech and the systems and, and really looking at our processes from a holistic point of view. Let's talk about productivity. (laughs) (laughs) Time is currency as business owners. I'm just going to say, I feel like it's the most important thing because we, most of us, well, actually all of us in some way, shape or form trade time for money, whether it's a product we've created, we've exchanged time to make that product and sell that product from a service-based business. I trade time for money, whether that's an hourly rate or a package rate or a process rate that like time is time is money yeah do you have any like productivity hacks on just I don't know productivity hacks for business owners is all I've got (laughs) I was gonna go into this (laughs) long-winded question but it's like tell us tell us tell us tell us um sorry I'm I feel like I'm gonna be a broken record here but Productivity actually really, if you look at the definition, it's about the operational ways of working ultimately, right? So it's how are you working, who's involved in it, and what's that return on investment almost? Like what that output, what's that output? And so what I've noticed is that what are the people that may be challenging, a bit more challenged with this is that where they're not yet really solidified in the ways of working. Mm, Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you would not. I know it from the last three years. I'm still working through my ways of working. So some yeah. days it feels a lot more challenging than other days. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've got a team on it, if you've got a team, it sometimes actually means more work for you than yeah. when it doesn't because you're now turning into a leader versus a doer or you might yeah. be a doer, leader, manager, like or a manager, sorry, is what I was meaning. You've got all these hats on. I've got this great picture of me and all the hats. It's fabulous. Yeah. Anyway, I love that. I'm going to create a whole fun thing through that. Sorry, I digress. Um, <laughs> excited. Um, it's it's really uh, understanding when you're clear on your ways of working, right? Yeah. And then you're building the systems and the structures that are going to support you to do those things. Mm-hmm. That's going to then allow you to create the space to be able yeah. to have more, either more, do more, mm-hmm. or actually look after yourself a bit more. Yeah. Right? So we all have the, an inf- like a finite time each day, right? Yeah. Uh, and yet we try and like jam it pack. Like, you know, when you're going traveling and you've got a suitcase and you're like, just two more dresses. <laughs> and yes, I definitely need that pair. Of sh- I'm trying to not be that in two weeks when I go to Queensland. Yeah. Right. If you then, however, really, you think about it and you plan it, I'm going for three weeks. I know that this is the type of thing I'm going going to go to movie world. I know that I'm going to go up to some national park to see some family things. I know these are things. So these are the things I need to take with me. This is the space I have. This is how I'm going to pack it. Rolling it up is the best way to get more stuff, right? And I have a plan. I know what's going to happen. And so I also know how much space I've got. 
yeah so I can't cram anymore in there as much as doesn't matter how much I roll it or sit on it that's the (laughs) that's the limit that's the capacity we're at and so when we're actually just honest with ourselves Mm -hmm. right it's really amazing like last week I shared with you before I was deadly unwell like I was in bed fevers the sore throat I've had in ages and I had to I made the call at the start of the week that there was nothing happening that week yeah. And I cancelled all my week. <laughs> yeah. Cancelled it. Now, I could have come into this week and gone, oh, my gosh, I've just cancelled all of last week. I had all these things and, oh, I've got to try and shove, 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 shove. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I woke up and I came to my desk for the first day in five days and I sat down and I went through my Monday schedule, which is my CEO day. I do my scorecard reporting. I do all these things that I normally yeah. do. I did then look at my week and planned what was important from last week to pop mm-hmm. in, but I'm actually feeling really grounded because oh, it's enough. Yeah. Right? If I push myself, guess what's going to happen? I'll have another week in bed. Yeah. Right. So it shouldn't have to get to sickness to be able to make those decisions for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right? We all know the capacities we have. We all know how big our suitcases are. Yeah. Right. And what we need in those suitcases to help us to be the best humans that we are, to be able to be the best business leaders, to be the best looking after our clients. Right. If we're depleting ourselves and if we're looking back at productivity, it's not about quantity. It's about what is enough for this week, this day. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Yeah, that was really a lot of words. Love, <laughs> I love that though. I think the last part was like, oh, hit home. It is, it's true. Like, I've said this to all the things you've said. It's all true. It's all correct. I'm obsessed with it. Productivity is such a big one. And I think it is so important and powerful to really, I guess, think about the suitcase. I love this analogy. Like, (laughs) what what can you fit in there? And like, how full is your cup this week to be able to get those things done? Because we are, I think, as small business owners. And I mean, I've, I have nothing else to compare it to, but I started my business in COVID and I'm in Melbourne and we were the worst hit in Australia to like be at home. So it's like, I have created a really bad habit of not filling my cup up anywhere else because when I started my business, I couldn't do anything else. I was stuck at home. So I worked. Yeah. And now I can do things and I forget that I need to do those things to help me rest and recuperate and be more productive. (laughs) in my work time. There is this beautiful alignment between business and creativity. Yeah. So I, before the word and we all locked down, I was ballroom dancing four days a week. I was teaching. I was, um, you know, at social, I was humaning with all my people and we were having fun. And then that happened and I just stopped, completely stopped. And probably a month or so ago now, I was talking to my friends who are still going. I said, I think it's time. Mm. I think I'm coming back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back. I'm starting on Monday. And so every Monday, apart from the last week, because I've been unwell, I've gone on a Monday night, 8 o'clock, to yeah. Marshall and Cranbourne there, and uh, we get our dance on. And it's yeah. amazing. It's ballroom and Latin and I'm floating around the floor and there's people and everyone because it's high energy. Everyone loves being there. Yeah. and. I have to say, making that priority decision for me each week yeah. has directly made a positive impact over here in the business land. Yeah. That prioritize me. Now I have two yeah. small children. I've got a crazy one and a half year old brutal Emmett, mini Grudel. I've 
got a husband, like all these things, right? So life gets busy. We know that. But again, what are those things that you can do that you love to do that make you feel and just shine? Like if you're in, you're doing the thing and you cannot stop smiling, that's the thing we want to be doing more of. Yeah, yeah. Let's prioritize that into our world because it's just the result is so beautiful when you do. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to add because that last bit was amazing. Just amazing. <laughs> Rewind and listen to that again, guys. <laughs> well, I could just keep talking about this topic forever because I love a system and I love a process and I love productivity hacks because I get overwhelmed and I'm like, oh, I haven't done that. What's a different way to do that? That's yeah. also me procrastinating, but that's an episode for another day. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to jump into some rapid fire questions okay, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So this is a new question that I haven't been asking this year. So you're the first one to answer it. How exciting. (laughs) What's one habit or practice that you would recommend learning or implementing to help in business or as a business owner? I feel like we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but a rapid yeah. fire version. Rapid answer. fire. <laughs> the best thing of recent times that I've introduced is um, my Monday CEO check-ins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, I don't know, I'll expand a little bit. I know it's not really rapid fire, but yeah. for me, that looks like opening zero, running my PL for last week and looking at my revenue. It yeah. looks at, you know, going into my bank accounts and capturing my cash balance. It looks like what leads and proposals have I spoken mm. to this week or what what's have, what have I sent out? What's still out there in the world? So for me, as I said, our business is focusing on growth right now. And so that's where my focus is towards. Um, and that, that practice is a couple of other things I do as well, but that practice alone has really brought my awareness back into those focus areas of where I, I want yeah. to be going. And yeah. I wish I had done it earlier, if I'm yeah. honest. So okay. that's a really good one. Get Create that space. It's not always about doing and delivering. It's about running the business as well. Yeah. So can't run the business without the knowledge. I love that. That's a good one. What is the raddest thing about running your business or the best thing? Just love the word rad. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, the raddest thing about running a business is that we really have limitless choices to mm-hmm. direct and and make make something that's really your own. Yeah. The raddest thing, I think. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And then what is the baddest slash worst thing about running your own business? Just running your own business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's not say the worst thing, but I think some the people hard, when, the most challenging when people uh, start a business, they may, may be under an illusion that it's all about popping bottles of champagne and buying first class, buying first class, and you know, going into Chanel and buying all the things. Right? You probably you will get there if that's where you want to go. That's where you're yeah. going. But it's really it's it's there's a lot of things that go into running a business each and every day. And as a business leader, being across them all because mm. that's our job right? Yeah. If we're not looking at it and we are being guided and trusting in others, which we do, ultimately you are the decision maker and you are the leader. You're the captain of your ship, if you want to say, right? Yeah. So that's the best and the worst thing in, in the two, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that's yeah. it. All starts with us. Yeah. So the last one is what is the maddest thing about running a business? So good, bad, or mind-blowing? I think again, it's kind of, it's down to choices, but it's also yeah. around. We have the opportunity to 
create the business that provides the service or the product that we actually love. Like I love what I do. I love it. I live and breathe it. Give me a workflow. Oh my gosh, I'm in heaven. (laughs) Let's talk about a pro. Like, honestly, I light up internally. Like it's just so amazing that I get to do this each and every day and that I'm able to build a team of people who, oh my gosh, you should have seen our chats the other day about this new SOP we just built for a client. It was just off the charts. And it's just so wonderful that we can, I am creating this, you know, that's the best thing I think about it. It's just, I don't know if that's the maddest or the raddest or the summary of all of them. Yeah. You know, it's just, it is mind blowing in your words. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to do this. Amazing. So before we go, Shameless plug. Tell us what is going on in your business world. Do you want to tell us about something? What's happening? Where can everyone find you? Sure. I'm going to change your language though. There's no shame about it. Oh, no. Just yell it out. Celebrate (laughs) that. I think it's just one of those things when we switch up our language, it's great. So a plug. What is happening? Well, we have been busily working in the background on some elevations of our brand. Yeah. So the website, if it's not out right now, it will be coming soon. We've made some shifts and changes and yeah. really aligning our services to support our clients in the best ways. Over the last three years, we've really learned how businesses are looking for different support in this space. And so we've been sort of shaking it up a little bit and I'm really excited about the direction that we're taking it in now. So, um, yeah, that's that's probably the most exciting thing that's coming up. And yeah. um, where you can find me. So we've got the website, theartisans.com.au. Obviously, go and have a look over there. On the socials, it's the Artisans Solutions. There's lots of S's in there. But yeah. also on LinkedIn, come find me there. It's Nicole Smith. So you might need to look at the links. because We'll pop the links in the show notes for sure. Hundreds of, you, know, you try and book an accommodation <laughs> with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know, it's great. <laughs> true. (laughs) Amazing, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here today. I have loved this chat and I will definitely listen to this again because I'll need the advice again. (laughs) Um, But I've had so much fun chatting to you today. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. And that's a wrap, Bestie. As always, I've loved being in your ears, sharing the highs and lows of running a business. If you want to keep the party going, come and join us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls Gonna Work Podcast. We are a small business, so if you're feeling extra kind, I would love it if you could like and subscribe to the platform of your choice and leave a review on Apple Podcast. This podcast was produced by the amazing team at Good Chat Media, so give them a follow if you loved the app. Thanks. <laughs>